<clears throat> Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. Um, it's been 48 hours since I've been with you and the separation was very difficult to tolerate. Um, I take it as a good sign that perhaps I'm becoming addicted to hearing Srila Prabhupada's books with you. So, Hare Krishna, very good to be back. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatan Goswami <clears throat> glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam in a very wonderful way and it goes like this. Sarva Shastravdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Dvandoditaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Sri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada, Sarvasevyaya, Sri Krishnaya, Namostume. I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin, Madguro Man Mahadana. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu, sadhuta dayin, atini chochata kada, hanamun chagadachin mam, premnarit. Kantayokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the ninth chapter of the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, Shukadev Goswami is continuing to answer the questions of Maharaj Pariksit, which were extensive and deep as the ocean. We've, we're starting with text 28 answers by citing the Lord's version
O Master of Energies, please tell me philosophically all about them. You play like a spider that covers itself with its own energy and your determination is infallible. Purport By the inconceivable energy of the Lord, every creative element has its own potencies, known as the potency of the element, potency of knowledge, and potency of different actions and reactions. By a combination of such potencies of the Lord, there is the creation of the cosmic manifestation, its maintenance, and its annihilation in due course of time by different agents, namely Brahma, Vishnu, and Maheshwara. Brahma creates, Vishnu maintains, and Lord Shiva destroys. But all such agents and creative energies are emanations from the Lord, and as such there is nothing except the Lord or the one supreme source of different diversities. The exact example is the spider and the spider's web. The web is created by the spider and it is maintained by the spider. And as soon as the spider likes, the whole thing is wound up within the spider. The spider is covered within the web. If an insignificant spider is so powerful as to act according to its will, why can't the Supreme Being act by His Supreme Will in the creation, maintenance and destruction of the cosmic manifestation? <clears throat> by the grace of the Lord, a devotee like Brahma or one of the, in his chain of disciplic succession can understand how the Almighty Personality of Godhead eternally engages in his transcendental pastimes in the regions of different energies. Text 29 Please tell me so that I may be taught in the matter of, by the instruction of the Personality of Godhead and may thus act instrumentally to generate living entities without being conditioned by such activities. Purport Brahmaji does not want to become a speculator dependent on the strength of his personal knowledge and conditioned to material bondage. Everyone should know in clear consciousness that one is in the execution of all activities an instrument. <clears throat> a conditioned soul is instrumental in the hands of the external energy, gunamayi maya, or the illusory energy of the Lord. And in the liberated stage, the living entity is instrumental to the will of the personality of Godhead directly. To be instrumental to the direct will of the Lord is the natural constitutional position of the living entity, whereas to be an instrument in the hands of the illusory energy of the Lord is material bondage for the living entity. In that, in that conditioned state, the living entity speculates on the absolute truth 
and his different activities. But in the unconditioned stage, the living entity directly receives knowledge from the Lord, and, by, and such a liberated soul acts flawlessly without any speculative habit. The Bhagavad Gita 10, 10, 10 and 11 confirms emphatically that the pure devotees who were constantly engaged in the loving transcendental service of the Lord are directly advised by the Lord, so much so that the devotee unwaveringly makes progress on the path back home, back to Godhead. Pure devotees of the Lord are therefore not proud of their definite progress, whereas the non-devotee speculator is in the darkness of the illusory energy and is very much proud of his misleading knowledge based on speculation without any definite path. Lord Brahma wanted to be saved from that pitfall of pride, although he was posted in the most exalted position within the universe. Text 30 O my Lord, the unborn, you have shaken hands with me just as a friend does with a friend as if in equal position. I shall be engaged in the creation of different types of living entities and I shall be occupied in your service. I shall have no perturbation. And I pray that all this may not give to rise to pride as if I were the Supreme. Purport Lord Brahma is definitely situated in the humor of friendship with the Lord. Every living being is eternally related with the Personality of Godhead in one of five different transcendental humors, namely Shanta, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, and Madhurya. We have already discussed these five kinds of humors in relationship with the Personality of Godhead. It is clearly exhibited herein that Lord Brahma is related to the Personality of Godhead in the transcendental humor of friendship. A pure devotee may be related with the Lord in any one of the transcendental humors, even in the humor of parenthood. But the devotee of the Lord is always a transcendental servitor. No one is equal to or greater than the Lord. That is the version of the Bhagavad Gita. Brahmaji, although eternally related with the Lord in the transcendental humor of friendship and although entrusted with the most exalted post of creating different grades of living entities, is still conscious of his position, that he is neither the Supreme Lord not, nor supremely powerful. It is possible that some extremely powerful personality within or without the universe may sometimes show more power than the Lord Himself. Still, the pure devotee knows that this power is a vibhuti delegated by the Lord and such a delegated powerful living entity is never independent. Sri Hanumanji crossed the Indian Ocean by jumping over the sea, 
and Lord Sri Ramachandra engaged himself in marching over the bridge. But this does not mean that Hanumanji was more powerful than the Lord. Sometimes the Lord gives extraordinary powers to his devotee, but the devotee knows always that the power belongs to the personality of Godhead and that the devotee is only an instrument. The pure devotee is never puffed up like the non-devotee class of men who falsely think that they are God. It is astonishing to see how a person who is being kicked by the laws of the Lord's illusory energy at every step can falsely think of, them, of becoming one with the Lord. Such thinking is the last snare of the illusory energy offered to the conditioned soul. The first delusion is that he wants to become Lord of the material world by accumulating wealth and power. But when he is frustrated in that attempt, he wants to be one with the Lord. So both becoming the most powerful man in the material world and desiring to become, to become one with the Lord are different illusory snares. And because the pure devotees of the Lord are surrendered souls, they are above the illusory snares of Maya. Therefore, even though Lord Brahma is the first dominating deity in the material world and thus able to do many wonderful things, because he is a pure devotee, he would never like the non-devotee with a poor fund of knowledge, have the audacity to think of becoming one with the Lord. People with a poor fund of knowledge should take lessons from Brahma when they are puffed up with the false notion of becoming God. <clears throat> Actually, Lord Brahma does not create the living entities. In the beginning of the creation, he is empowered to give different bodily shapes to the living entities according to their work during the previous millennium. Brahmaji's duty is just to wake the living entities from their slumber and to engage them in their proper duty. The different grades of living entities are not created by Brahmaji, by his capricious whims, but he is entrusted with the task of giving the living entities different grades of bodies so that they can work accordingly. And still he is conscious that he is only instrumental so that he may not think of himself as the supremely powerful Lord. Devotees of the Lord are engaged in the specific duty offered by the Lord and such duties are successfully carried out without hindrance because they are ordained by the Lord. The credit for success goes not to the doer, but to the Lord. But persons with a poor fund of knowledge take the credit for success into their own accounts and give nothing to the account of the Lord. That is the symptom of the non-devotee class of men. Text 31 Shri Bhagavan Ubacha Jnanam Paramaguyam Me Yad Vijnana Samanbitam Sarahasyam Tadangam Cha 
Vihana Gaditam Maya. This personality of Godhead said, Knowledge about me, as described in the scriptures, is very confidential, and it has to be realized in, con in, conju in conjunction with devotional service. The necessary paraphernalia for that process is being explained by me. You may take it up carefully. Purport Lord Brahma is the topmost devotee of the Lord within the universe, and therefore the Personality of Godhead replied to his four principal inquiries in four important statements, which are known as the original Bhagavatam in four verses. These were Brahma's questions. 1. What are the forms of the Lord, both in matter and in transcendence? 2. How are the different energies of the Lord working? 3. How does the Lord play with his different energies? 4. How may Brahma be instructed to discharge the duty entrusted to him? The prelude to the answers is this verse under discussion, wherein the Lord informs Brahma that knowledge of him, the Supreme Absolute Truth, as it is stated in the revealed scriptures, is very subtle and cannot be understood unless one is self-realized by the grace of the Lord. The Lord says that Brahma may take the answers as he explains them. This means that transcendental knowledge of the Absolute Supreme Being can be known if it is made known by the Lord Himself. By the mental speculation of the greatest mundane thinkers, the Absolute Truth cannot be understood. The mental speculators can reach up to the standard of impersonal Brahman realization, but factually, complete knowledge of transcendence is beyond the knowledge of impersonal Brahman. Thus it is called the Supreme Confidential Wisdom. Out of many liberated souls, someone may be qualified to know the Personality of Godhead. In the Bhagavad Gita, it is also said by the Lord Himself that out of many hundreds of thousands of people, one may try for perfection in human life, and out of many liberated souls, one may know Him as He is. Therefore, the knowledge of the Personality of Godhead may be attained by devotional service only. Rahasyam means devotional service. Lord Krishna instructed Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita because he found Arjuna to be a devotee and friend. Without such qualifications, one cannot enter into the mystery of the Bhagavad Gita. Therefore, one cannot understand the Personality of Godhead unless one becomes a devotee and discharges devotional service. This mystery is love of Godhead. Therein lies the main qualification for knowing the mystery of the Personality of Godhead. And to attain the stage of transcendental love of Godhead, 
one must practice the regulative principles of devotional service. Practicing these regulative principles is called Vidhi Bhakti or regulative devotional service of the Lord and they can be practiced by a neophyte with his present senses. Such regulative principles are mainly based on hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord. And such hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord can be made possible in the association of devotees only. Lord Chaitanya therefore recommended five main principles for attaining perfection in the devotional service of the Lord. The first is association with devotees, hearing. Second is chanting the glories of the Lord. Third, hearing Srimad Bhagavatam from the pure devotee. Fourth, residing in a holy place connected with the Lord. And fifth, worshipping the deity of the Lord with devotion. Such rules and regulations are parts of devotional service. So, as requested by Lord Brahma, the Personality of Godhead will explain all about the four questions put forward by Brahma and others also, which are parts and parcels of the same questions. Text 32 Yavan Ahang Yatabavo Tad Rupa Gunakarmakaha Tataiva Tatvavigyanam Astute Madanugrahat All of me, namely my actual eternal form and my transcendental existence, color, qualities, and activities, let all be awakened within you by factual realization out of my causeless mercy. One of benediction. Purport. The secret of success in understanding the intricacies of knowledge of the absolute truth, the personality of Godhead, is the causeless mercy of the Lord. Even in the material world, the father, may, the father of many sons discloses the secret of his position to the pet sons. The father discloses the confidence unto the son whom he thinks worthy. An important man in the social order can be known by his mercy only. Similarly, one must be very dear to the Lord in order to know the Lord. The Lord is unlimited. No one can know Him completely, but one's advancement in the transcendental loving service of the Lord can make one eligible to know the Lord. Here we can see that the Lord is very much pleased with Brahmaji and therefore He offers His causeless mercy to Him so that Brahmaji may have the factual realization of the Lord by His mercy only. In the Vedas also, <clears throat> it is said that a person cannot know the absolute truth, personality of Godhead, simply by dint of mundane education or intellectual gymnastics. One can know the supreme truth if one has unflinching faith in the bona fide spiritual master 
as well as in the Lord. Such a faithful person, even though illiterate in the mundane sense, can know the Lord automatically by the mercy of the Lord. In the Bhagavad Gita also, it is said that the Lord reserves the right of not being exposed to everyone, and He keeps Himself concealed from the faithless by His Yogamaya potency. To the faithful devotee, to the faithful, the Lord reveals Himself in His form, qualities, and pastimes. The Lord is not formless, as wrongly conceived by the impersonalist, but His form is not like one that we have experienced. The Lord discloses His form, even to the extent of measurement, to His pure devotees. And that is the meaning of Yavan, as explained by Śrīla Jīva Goswāmī, the greatest scholar of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. The Lord discloses the transcendental nature of His existence. The mundane wranglers make mundane conceptions of the form of the Lord. It is said in the revealed scriptures that the Lord has no mundane form. Therefore, persons with a poor fund of knowledge conclude that he must be formless. They cannot distinguish between mundane form and spiritual form. According to them, without a mundane form, one must be formless. The conclusion is also mundane. This conclusion is also mundane because formlessness is the opposite conception of form. Negation of the mundane conception does not establish a transcendental fact. In the Brahma Sangita, it is said that the Lord has a transcendental form and that He can utilize any one of His senses for any purpose. For example, He can eat with His eyes and He can see with His leg. In the mundane conception of form, one cannot eat with one's eyes or see with one's leg. That is the difference between a mundane body and a spiritual body of Satchitananda. A spiritual body is not formless. It is a different type of body of which we cannot conceive with our mundane, present mundane senses. Formless, therefore, means devoid of mundane form or possessing a spiritual body of which the non-devotee can have no conception by the speculative method. The Lord discloses to the devotee His unlimited varieties of transcendental bodies, all equal with one another, but with different kinds of bodily features. Some of the transcendental bodies of the Lord are blackish, and some of them are whitish. Some of them are reddish, and some are yellowish. Some of them are four-handed, and some of them two-handed. Some of them are like a fish, and some are like a lion. All these different transcendental bodies of the Lord, without any differential category, are disclosed to the devotees of the Lord by the mercy of the Lord. And thus, the impersonalists' false arguments, claiming the formlessness of the Supreme Truth, do not appeal to a devotee of the Lord. Even though such a devotee 
may not be very advanced in devotional service. The Lord has unlimited numbers of transcendental qualities, and one of them is his affection for his unalloyed devotee. In the history of the mundane world, we can appreciate his transcendental qualities. The Lord incarnates himself for the protection of his devotees and for the annihilation of the faithless. His activities are in relationship with his devotees. Srimad Bhagavatam is full of such activities of the Lord in relationship with his devotees and the non-devotees have no knowledge of such pastimes. The Lord lifted the Govardhan hill when he was only seven years old and protected his pure devotees at Vrindavan from the wrath of Indra who was over-flooding the place with rain. Now, this lifting of Govardhan hill by a seven-year-old boy may be unbelievable for the faithless, but for the devotees it is absolutely believable. The devotee believes in the almighty potency of the Lord, while the faithless say that the Lord is almighty, but do not believe it. Such men with a poor fund of knowledge do not know that the Lord is the Lord eternally and that one cannot become the Lord by meditation for millions of years or by mental speculation for billions of years. The impersonal interpretation of the mundane wranglers is completely refuted in this verse because it is clearly stated here that the Supreme Lord has his qualities, form, pastimes, and everything else that a person has. All these descriptions of the transcendental nature of the personality of Godhead are factual realizations by the devotee of the Lord, and by the causeless mercy of the Lord, they are revealed to his pure devotee and to no one else. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai so that brings us to 755. We're going to stop our reading tonight. And tomorrow we will begin the four seed verses given to, to Lord Brahma uh, by the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself. And they are the seed verses, verses of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. It's amazing how fast time goes when we're reading these books together. First is something from Rati Manjari. Hare Krishna Rati, first of the blood, thank you. He says, Jai Guru Maharaj, may you live long and go on giving us transcendental life by reading the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna, all Tell glories to the Srimad Bhagavatam and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. And from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Jai Ho Maharaj, blessed that you are tuning us into Krishna's <coughs> services 
Welcome back, dear Maharaj. All glories to Sri Prabhupada. Thank you. So nice to be back. Thank you very much. And from Bhakta Christopher. Yes, Bhakta Christopher. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai Prabhupada. And from Gopal Roy. Yes, Gopal Roy. He says, Thank you, Maharaj. Such an instructive part of the Bhagavatam. Hmm. One reflection I had was the appreciation of Srila Prabhupada's purports about being empowered to do exceptional service by the Lord and still remain humble and give all credit to the Lord. Prabhupada is himself the best example of this. Yes, absolutely wonderful reflection. And this is why Krishna himself says that knowledge begins with humility. That was Prabhupada's statement at the end of the purport <coughs> of the 8th to 12th verse of the 12th chapter which describe the process of knowledge. The first is amanitvam, which means humility. And in the purport, at the end of the purport, Srila Prabhupada confirms that knowledge begins with humility. Without humility, one can't have knowledge. This is still from Gopal Roy. Yes, Gopal Roy. Another appreciation was how Srila Prabhupada lays out the practice of devotional service so nicely, mm. which is why our movement will remain very strong if we keep these books in the center. Mm. Your servant. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo. These books are everything, at least to me, they're everything. <coughs> this is from Sherry Dasyano. Sherry Dasyano. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Well, Hare Bo to you and welcome. And from Bhakta Charlie. Hare Krishna Bhakta Charlie. Thank you for reading, Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. I like the idea of being an instrument for the internal energy. How can I become such an instrument? <laughs> well, the secret is given in it in the purports itself. Yasya Devi Pura Bhaktir Yata Devi Tata Garo. One who has complete faith in Krishna and in the spiritual master together. To that person, all the imports of Vedic knowledge are revealed. So what was his, what did he say? How, how can he? How can I become such an instrument? Such an instrument, that's right. That's how you become an instrument. You become empowered by the mercy of Krishna only through the mercy of the spiritual master. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I have a feeling we have more coming. 
Trustworthy says, thank you, Maharaj. Thank you, Bhakti Charlie. <clears throat> All good wishes to you. May you succeed in, in your desire because it's a very wonderful desire. From Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Thank you for taking us on this meaningful journey into pure knowledge. I like the example of the tiny spider who is able to create and mm. wind up his web as he likes. Mm. Why then should the Almighty Lord not be able to create and wind <laughs> up his energies as he likes? Exactly. Brilliant. Yes, I heard uh, Sadaputta once and analyze that a product uh, cannot have a gr a more information content than the source of the product. In other words, one living being produces another living being, but the product pr produced living being can't have more information content than the original living being. So in this way, you can understand that anything that any living being can do, the information content of that living being must be in the source, and that is Sri Krishna. He has the information content of everything and everyone. Hare Krishna. And from Bhakta Rupa. Yes, Bhakta Rupa. He says, thanks for reading, Maharaj. Increasingly grateful for your association each evening. Tonight I heard that we can only understand Krishna by his causeless mercy. Mm. We have to show that we are worthy ah. in, or in order for the secrets to be revealed to us. Exactly. We talk a lot about how we need to have faith in the Lord and that pure faith in the Lord is the means of advancement. But it's also true, the reverse is true, that the Lord must have faith in us. And it's up to us and no one else to convince the Lord that we're worthy to receive transcendental knowledge and empowered devotional service. Hare Krishna. And from Subra Rajagopal. Mm. Subra Rajagopal Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai, all glories to Prabhupada. Thank you for the daily reading service, Maharaj. In the purport 2.9.31, Sri the Prabhupada explains that, quote, this means that transcendental knowledge of the Absolute Supreme Being can be known if it is made known by the Lord Himself. Mm. <clears throat> I remember this verse in, in Bhagavad Gita. Tesham satata yukta nam pajatam priti purvakam nadami buddhi yogam tam yena te. To those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. In the same purport, Srila Prabhupada explains the five limbs of devotional service. Quote, Lord Chaitanya therefore recommended five main principles for attaining perfection in the devotional service of the Lord. 
The first is association with devotees. Hearing, second, is chanting the glories of the Lord. Third, hearing Srimad Bhagavatam from the pure devotee. Fourth, residing in a holy place connected with the Lord. And fifth, worshipping the deity of the Lord with devotion. Thank you, Maharaj, for for enabling us to be part of the first limb. Thank you. And and thank you. The the gratitude is all mine. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo. That's amazing how you sneeze without making a noise. That's empowered. (laughs) Empowered. (laughs) I'm from Goranga Gopal. Yes, Goranga Gopal. Hare Bo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Quote, the devotee believes in the almighty potency of the Lord, while the faithless say that the Lord is almighty, but do not believe it. Purport from verse 32. This reminded me of the story that I am, that I am unable to retell nicely, unfortunately, with the elephant and the needle. The humble devotee having full faith that his Lord can pass an elephant through the eye of a needle, whereas the faithless would remain skeptical. I have been noticing how much I lack faith in the Lord's potencies while chanting Hare Krishna, for example. I prefer ignoring the Lord and focusing on my own mental channel because I doubt his ability to reciprocate with my efforts. I decide to place my faith in the external energy, thinking that its reciprocation will bring me real shelter. That sounds like madness to me. <laughs> well, I think it's a, in your case, I think it's an, it's a expression of humility, which is very, very good. But just to give you a detail, in that story in which Narada Muni uh, was told by uh, a cobbler and a brahmana, um, to ask the Lord because the Lord Narda was going to Vaikuntha and on the way he met you know a brahmana and a cobbler and each one of them asked uh, the Lord asked him to, to ask the Lord when he will be liberated so then he went to see the Lord and he asked the question of each of them the Lord said the Brahmana uh, will have to wait for some time and the cobbler will be liberated in this lifetime. So then Narda was surprised. He said, a Brahmana is the topmost personality, so dear to you. And yet he had to wait, but the cobbler doesn't. Said, the Lord said, yes, so you'll understand when you ask them, when they ask you, uh, what the Lord was doing when you met him, you tell him, tell them that I was passing an elephant through the needle, through an eye of a needle and passing it back and forth like this. So he did that. He went to the Brahmana and the Brahmana, when he heard that the Lord was passing an elephant through the eye of a needle, he laughed and he said, this is, this is you must, you're joking with me, right? Because no one would do something like that. The Lord would never do something like that. And uh, 
So then Nardimoni could understand. Then he asked the, the, the cobbler, uh, asked the same thing, what the Lord was doing. And when he said the Lord was passing the elephant through the eye of a needle and passing it back and forth, the cobbler started to cry in ecstasy. And he said, my Lord is so wonderful, he can do anything. So then, Narda understood, but he wanted to know more. So for all of our benefit, he said, how is it that you can say something like that? Because, you know, passing an elephant through the eye of a needle, that doesn't sound possible. So then the cobbler uh, answered, well, I'm sitting underneath this banyan tree, you see? And then he picked the fruit from the banyan tree. And he said, inside this fruit, there's hundreds of minute seeds. And in each one of them is a banyan tree. So if the Lord can do something like that, why can't he pass an elephant through the eye of the needle? For him, that would be nothing. So then, Narda was in ecstasy, of course. And the, 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 one of the morals to the story is that the faith of a devotee is not blind, it's not sentimental. It is based on philosophical truth and logic and reasoning. It's not that the Lord's inconceivability means that he's, he's illogical. He may be translogical because he can do something that no one else can do or that you can't imagine, but he can do it because he is the Supreme. Uh, absolute truth, the source of everything, and it's all-powerful. Inconceivably, he's all-powerful. He can do anything. Hare Krishna. From Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Yes, Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's reading. Today I heard that my bodies can't think that the Supreme Lord must have no form because the Lord has no mundane form. One hand, devotee who is doing devotional service can understand about the Lord by the Lord's mercy. I would like to continue devotional service. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Anandamurti. And may you continue devotional service forever. Hare Krishna. So sincere. Thank you. And from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. By hearing with you each evening, I keep on discovering how wondrous Krishna consciousness is and how reality is practically diagonally opposed to to my and diametrically many, says diagonally diametrically it, she means diametrically and how reality is practically diametrically opposed to my and many other entities daily dream world of self-proclaimed duties <laughs> and insignificant desires which will never be fulfilled the most amazing thing is that even though Lord Krishna could annihilate all of us in a glance he goes on creating and facilitating all of us in millions of species and galaxies, even though what we do and want is impossible by definition. 
his magnanimity, potency, love, and patience is completely beyond my comprehension. Therefore you're qualified to hear. One who thinks it is within his conception can't hear. One who thinks it's beyond his conception can hear. That's the, the, uh, how to how to say the, uh, found the cornerstone of uh, humility. That thought. Congratulations, Hari Krishna. From Guranga Gopal. Yes, Guranga Gopal. Also, my mind often tries to measure the Lord or to capture him with my thoughts. But here, we hear that the, quote, the Lord discloses his form even to the extent of measurement to his pure devotees. Yes. So therefore, we can't actually know anything. What to speak of the Lord himself we can't know anything except for the mercy of the Lord. Sarvasyachaham riti sanavishto matak smitir gyanham apohanamcha He's the source of remembrance, of knowledge, and even of forgetfulness. We can't even forget the Lord without His mercy. Therefore, the Mayavadis are the supreme ungrateful persons because the Lord is giving them everything to be able to do everything, even think the way they think, even to forget the Lord, and yet they still try to kill him by declaring that he doesn't exist. Hare Krishna. How ungrateful is that? In the Mahabharata, Bhumi Devi makes the statement that there's only one person that she can't tolerate maintaining on her body and that is the ingrate. So gratitude is extremely important. It's most important. Everything that we do, every all the energy that we have to do anything is uh, a transformation of Krishna's energy, including our own intelligence and our own abilities. Hare Krishna, it is very ungrateful not to not to appreciate the Lord for, for, for what He is and who He is. From Dalitai? Yes, Dalitai. Haribo. Dear Sri the Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisance. Hare Krishna. Thank you for tonight's reading. In earlier readings, you have explained how faith in its purest form is love for Sri Krishna. I found that beautiful and revealing to learn. What would, within that understanding, doubts be then? I'm, I'm sorry, I, missed my, I was thinking something else. I missed this last part. Could you please repeat it again? In earlier readings, you have explained how faith in its purest form is love for Sri Krishna. I found that beautiful and revealing to learn. What would, within that understanding, doubts be then? What, within that understanding, doubts could be then? Well, the original consciousness of the soul is love of Krishna. When that love of Krishna 
passes through the material energy, the senses of the Lord, of the devotee, it's transformed into faith in different things, according to the sense objects and the senses, contact and the senses and the sense objects. So, doubt is caused by the same material energy that distorts the love of God and makes it into faith of, in, in, of, some, into, of something else. That's what the doubt. That's what the doubt causes. So the doubt is the influence of the material energy to cause the soul to forget that he's soul, that he's spirit, and to think that he's matter. Hare Krishna. From Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. She says, "Thank you, my dear Vaishnava." It is your taste and enthusiasm mostly which pulls me to your readings night after night. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Well, once again, you all, as we say in American, you knocked it out of the park. I guess in in cricket they have the same thing. They knock it out of the park, out of the pitch or whatever. So thank you so much for your lovely reflections and your submissive hearing, which is actually allowing the knowledge to become sweeter and sweeter as we go along. Uh, uh, I, I really missed the, the reading this time, just one night off, and I felt so much separation, and I feel back home, back to Godhead in your company. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samaveda Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same same subject, some to- same topic. And we're going to hear uh, the four seed verses delivered of the Bhagavatam, delivered by uh, Garbhadakashai Vishnu to or Krishna to Lord Brahma. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow. Hare Bo.